Good morning and welcome to the Camille Healing Podcast. Today I'm talking about the reason why it's so important for young girls to be supported and informed and educated about the menstrual cycle and the changes that their body goes through as they develop. The reason why this is so important is because it can inherently lead to confusion, shame, body hatred and disconnection when this really vital aspect of womanhood is not nurtured and supported. And this in turn can lead to trauma, imprints, shame, shutdown, tension, fear in the womb space. And these imprints are held by the pelvic floor and held energetically by the womb and then later on are magnetizing and amplifying similar vibrational experiences. So the reason why this is so important is not just for a girl to be well educated, but also for her relationships, for her body awareness and connection, and for her inherent healing journey through life and through womanhood. I'm going to share a story about, if you hear that, that's a very windy London morning, if you hear that in the background. I'm going to share a story about my own journey of maturing and developing awareness of menstruation and where I started from. So I was about 12 years old when I started um, my own bleed and I remember the day it started having absolutely no clue what was happening, suddenly noticing blood, thinking immediately there must be something wrong, maybe I've injured myself, maybe I'm ill, I'm really not too sure what this is, but it looks dangerous. I'd only ever seen blood when I had fallen down in the playground. So for me to have blood coming from my vagina, it meant there was an emergency. It meant there was something wrong. And I remember going home and telling my mum and she said, oh, here's some pads. You can wear these. Uh, So I said, okay, I'll wear those. And I didn't even really know how to put it on. So I had to ask her, like, how do you how do you wear it? Like, what's how do you actually put this on? I didn't even know how to open the packet. And she kind of really casually just said, oh, you just do it like this and showed me how to do it. And so I wore the pad for the first day. I was very confused and scared. And I was also totally unaware of what was happening. I was unaware of what the physical sensations were. I was unaware of what this meant for me. I just assumed, okay, well, she told me to wear a pad, so I'll just wear a pad and then this will all be over. So the next day I woke up and I decided, okay, I'm going to go off to my tennis lesson. I remember putting on my tennis whites and going downstairs and I'm about to head out of the door And my mum said something like, make sure you're wearing a pad. And I remember stopping and being like, what? Why would I need to wear a pad? And I was really confused. And I said, why would I need to wear a pad? I'm going to play tennis. And she said, because you're going to bleed for a week. 
And I remember in my body, first of all, total disbelief. I could not imagine that I would have to bleed for a week. And then the fear and the the um, shock running through my body of how, not only how is this possible, but how am I going to deal with bleeding for a week? And what does this mean for me playing tennis in my tennis whites? Because that seems now off the cards. So that was my level of knowledge at 12 years old, turning into womanhood, having absolutely no idea how long a period lasts, thinking it lasts for maybe a few hours, and then going through the motions of being shocked, terrified. Then I went through these, these other experiences of being really angry and resentful. Why do I have to bleed? How come boys don't have to bleed? Why, why is it that girls have to bleed? Because I would know what I want to be doing right now. I want to be playing tennis outside in the sun. And now I can't do that because of something my body is doing to me that I have absolutely no control over. And the disappointment from that and the the grief and the anger of why do I have to experience this? Why do I have to go through this? It doesn't seem fair. It's withholding something from my life. That stayed with me for so long. And every time I would have a period, I would see it as an inconvenience and I would feel curtailed by it because it would be a nuisance. It would be something else I have to take care of. It would be perhaps sometimes painful and uncomfortable. It was, you know, I'd have to think twice about what I wear and how I wear it. And okay, when am I going to get that bathroom break? How am I going to sneak off without anybody seeing that I've taken my bag with me? And I remember not really knowing how my body would change and really enjoying having a boy's body, like being flat chested, being, um, you know, have not having very much body hair. And then my body starts changing and feeling really uncomfortable with why my body is changing when I'm not choosing for this to happen right now. So it almost was as if my body was doing something against my will. Now, Holding those frequencies in your field, in your body, shock, rage, disappointment, um, confusion, but my body's betraying me. Like, if you're listening to this, I'm sure that at some level you probably experienced or felt some similar themes come up for you in your life. And what's interesting is often we think that these themes and experiences come from life events. We don't necessarily make the connection all the way back to this really important experience of our first ever bleed. And it's really beautiful to recognise the opportunity that there is to harmonise and heal young girls, women, and their relationship with their body by doing something really simple which is supporting reality, supporting a realistic education and communication for women and for young girls when it comes to their menstrual cycle. And obviously, at 12 years old, you don't need to go into so much detail with a young girl, but just enough so that they get to feel somewhat empowered 
that actually they get to be on side with their body rather than thinking their body's doing something to them. They understand what the bleed is and what the purpose of bleeding is, how it affects them at a physical level, how it benefits them at a physical level, how it affects them at an emotional level, spiritual level, etc. And what this will really allow is for young girls to start to reframe the concept that a period is painful, uncomfortable, nuisance, something to be shut down and allows young girls and women to embody the true essence and nature of what the bleed actually is. And for every woman, the bleed will be something different. And in every cycle, that's why it's so magical, because in every cycle, you experience a different aspect of yourself. Some cycles, it's more physical. Some cycles, it's more emotional. What better, more sacred mirror could you ask for than the mirror of your own womb every single month? And it's really important, I believe, to provide this information and support young girls to have this information and to ask questions and to be curious and to express their emotions about how they feel about how their body's changing rather than learning it through whispers in the playground or through random Google searches. I mean, back in my day, back in my day, I'm not, I'm not actually that old, but when I was going through puberty, there wasn't anything to do with, there wasn't any way of externally searching information. There really weren't that many search engines. There was Yahoo and it wasn't the go-to place to get information. Whereas these days, the internet is providing young people with a wealth of information and so I like to think that as a parent who has a daughter or daughters young girls you're thinking about they are going to approach this stage of their body of their life it's going to come with emotions it's going to come with questions it's going to come with confusions it's going to come with opportunities it's going to come with joys it's going to bring forth their creative life force into the world. It's going to bring forth their identity, their um, gender identity, sexual identity. It's going to bring forth so much if it's nurtured and supported rather than if it's just this mechanical, oh, yeah, okay, so this is what your body does. You have a, you're going to have a period once a month now and that's just what, women, that's just what happens to women and that's the end of the story. Well... When we go deeper and we actually support and nurture, the reason why this is so important is because later on in life, the womb actually starts to become a reflection of all of the experiences it's had, particularly in terms of self-beliefs and inherent holdings of identity that a woman has. So where there's been fear, where there's been um uncertainty, where there's been confusion, maybe there's been um, anger, etc, or sadness, that's all held in the womb space, as I said earlier. And as a woman goes through her relationships, as a woman goes through her connections with the world, with her creativity, this inherent um, connection with her womb starts to come up, starts to reflect back at her. And sometimes... That what is reflected back, particularly through sexual relationships, is her 
connection with her womb and often is that child connection with the first bleed or with her cycles and how she felt at the time. So by healing that, by recognising what you were and weren't supported with, you can really allow yourself to be more compassionate with your womb, more compassionate with your um, body and access deeper levels within your own embodiment So when you are connecting, when you are creating, it's coming from a different place. It's coming from a place of real centeredness rather than a place of trauma or a place of pain. So if you're listening to this and you're remembering a time when you were starting your first bleed and it was really scary or really confusing for you or you were not supported or there was some shame around it. And often I hear this from clients where they, for example, had their bleed in public or they had their bleed in the playground and there was people, there was other children there and it was a really scary experience for them because they didn't know what was happening and then they felt like ashamed because there's something going on. Healing those experiences... And even more subtle ones, like just having a period on your own with no real care or nurture, and then just, that's it. Nobody talks about anything. Nobody tells you anything. Nobody helps you connect with your womb. Nobody um, supports you to honour your cycle or to um, understand your own emotional body at that point in time and what's happening. And how that relates to your sexual energy and your sexuality. When that's not explored, you have a huge opportunity to start to return back to that point of your life. And the point of returning back is not to experience the confusion and the pain and the sadness, etc. all over again. The point of returning back is because it's a return back to your innocence. It's a return back to your childlike essence and then you get the chance to do things all over again you get the chance to hold that young girl who was not told anything and actually guide her through and you can visualize yourself doing that you can feel it all you can visualize yourself holding her teaching her guiding her supporting her and just seeing her as she goes through this transition and If you go into that visualisation exercise and just watch how her facial expression changes, watch how she starts to ask questions and just let let yourself be in full presence with that frequency of childlike, open curiosity, not knowing, mystery, um, vulnerability. When you sit with that, it will open up within you all those aspects so it will open up the vulnerability the softness the curiosity the maybe the confusion maybe the maybe some of the fear will open up and remember that if you if you are looking to heal and return and embody more of your feminine sensuality and your feminine um essence accessing that childlike innocence those real young aspects of yourself and being with them and nurturing them yourself where they were not nurtured externally this is a massive way that you can 
access key energy systems within your own body. So the, the energy system of the innocent inner child and then the energy system of the divine mother. And the, each feminine energy has the infinite capacity to embody any of those frequencies. And when you bring the divine mother and the innocent child together and they are in presence with one another, what you have there is a really powerful alchemical process of inner nurturing, of inner seeing, where the mother sees the child and the child sees the mother. And all of that is happening within you. So this process that you can experiment with and you can learn from can really help you to heal your feminine embodiment. It can take you to a deeper level of wisdom, self-love and self-compassion within yourself. It can help you to understand why you've had feelings related to your body that you've had, why you've had the sexual experiences that you've had, why you have experienced certain connections in certain ways, because you're starting to go further back and deeper. And it's not as much about the story. The story is relevant. The story is a gateway. The events that happened, like the story I told you earlier about me wanting to go out and play tennis and then being shocked that I would bleed for a week. That's a story. What's really important is to recognise the story is a gateway to these deeper felt sense experiences. If you can allow yourself to access your stories, to go deeper into the emotional and physical sensations that you were experiencing at the time, if you can then take yourself into a place where you can be present with compassion and then start to embody a new way of nurturing yourself while you do this visualisation exercise, you will experience, as soon as you come out of this, you will experience yourself differently. Your inner self will feel different. So give it a go. And I would love to hear how it goes for you. If you want to write to me and let me know, drop me a message. My website is kamiahealing.co.uk. And if you're experiencing any type of womb-related condition that you want support with or you just want to work on embodying your womb more and accessing more of your um, physical, emotional and energetic womb space and feminine potential and feminine embodiment, and you're looking to heal in that area, then please reach out to me. Or you can also join Womb Room, which is a program for rebirthing that we're now in our ninth womb room, actually. And you are more than welcome, doesn't matter what gender or what sexuality you are. When we go into the cosmic womb, womb is completely gender and identity agnostic. Womb is the void of creation. And it helps to embody physical womb first, emotional womb first, before we go out there, further out and deeper, to allow us to heal these stories that we have, to allow us to heal, reconnect with these aspects of ourselves. And I'll be really interested to hear if you do this exercise, how do you feel afterwards? Do you feel that innocence returning? Do you feel that forgive self-forgiveness returning? And were you able to embody the Divine Mother and interact with yourself and give yourself that real unconditional love and support. So look forward to hearing from you and see you next time.